Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. Um, I'm actually sitting in the, exi uh, the exhibition hall for Art of the Brick right now with the artist himself. Yeah, and I'm so here. I'm so excited <laughs> for this. Um, I was actually telling the wonderful Melinda, like the first time I was here was a couple of weekends ago. Yeah, I was nannying for my favorite family. Awesome. She had gotten tickets for this and the youngest is five. Right. Terrified. Terrified of I was. you. No, oh. no, no, I was terrified. There is a lot of breakables around here. There's very few. There's very <laughs> few. And I'll tell you why. Because I glue everything together. Okay, good. Okay. So I shouldn't have been afraid. Like she was running up to each thing like a I mean, look, sliding it's it art. To home. we don't encourage people to touch the yes, art. Yes. Uh, but it is glued together okay, because good. I ship things all over the world. Fantastic. I find museums get really grumpy. Yeah. When they open up a big wooden yeah, yeah. crate, they look inside, that's just <laughs> loose Lego bricks. <laughs> That's some assembly required that's like, a problem yeah no yeah. no so i glue every individual brick okay. together and that's why the sculptures here in the exhibition yeah. take a while okay it's a fantastic uh exhibit thanks first of all just want to start with your passion for art where did that start for you um before we get hmm. into all of this I mean, it probably goes back to when I was a kid. Okay. I was always drawing okay. or, you know, sculpting out of Play-Doh. Okay. I had Lego bricks. Okay. I had Lincoln logs. You know, yeah. I was always making stuff. Okay. So it, it goes back there. I had very encouraging parents. They always okay. encouraged the creativity. Nice. Yeah. I, I came from a same sort of household, like whatever you wanted to do. Right. Go do it. Yeah. And so I, I grew up in a creative, like photography. Sure. I always had a camera in my hand and nice. I loved it. Yeah. Everybody wonders why there's no pictures of me growing up though, but it's all right. Um, but this isn't the only exhibit. We're in Raleigh. Where are the other exhibits? That is that is true. Uh, so I'm up to, uh, I think, five exhibitions right okay. now that, that are crisscrossing the globe. Okay. We are in other places like, I'm trying to remember where I'm at. <laughs> I think there's a couple over in France. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We have one in Toulouse, France. Okay. Uh, and then we're opening in Paris in okay. a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's we just closed in Edmonton. Very cool. And um, I don't know where we're going now. I don't know if we've announced everything. We're going to Philadelphia soon. Cool. So yeah, it's just cool. one of those things where I get to see the world, yeah. and that's just a bonus part of my job. Yeah. Is there a home base for you somewhere in the well, world? Well, I have studios on the West Coast. Okay. I, I have my Los Angeles studio okay. is where a lot of a lot this. of my production takes yes. place. Yeah. yeah. I just want to ask, like, what does that studio look like? Is it <laughs> I, I've seen a video of you putting like the time lapses, time lapses of you sure. putting everything together. But like, is it just Legos everywhere? Yeah, I have about 10 million bricks in my inventory. Um, and you think, well, that's a lot. Uh, but the thinking there for me is if I get an idea and I'm yeah. inspired, I don't want to have to sit and think, OK, now I need so many red bricks to right. build this red right. sculpture. I just want to start. Yes. So I keep a full inventory of everything I can get my yeah. hands on so that when I get that idea or get that inspiration, I yeah. can just go for it. Yeah. So the bricks are all sorted by shape and color. Okay. I keep them in uh, shelves, uh, yeah. on shelves in in these plastic bins. They're yeah. clear plastic bins so I can see everything. So it's yeah. rows and rows of color. It's yeah. like a it's like a rainbow. It's it, it I when I was watching the time lapse I'm like this is like organization heaven for me. I'm right. like type A. So I'm watching oh, okay. this I'm like my god this makes me happy just yeah, to yeah. see. So even hearing that I'm like that's <laughs> Yeah, because I want to know where things are. I don't want to have to be searching through. I just can reach back, yes. grab this. I know this is going to be a yeah. 2 by 4 blue brick and yeah, yeah, keep yeah. going, you know. Your famous sculpture that kind of started Sure. 
is the is the i i want to hear your name the name you have for it it's the yellow man yeah i just call it yellow okay i you kind of walk into the exhibit and it's sitting in its own room it's got this beautiful light on it and it kind of has this reflection down and you kind of walk in and you're like you're taken by it and you're captured that's the idea a little bit yeah i love it and i just want to you have such creative names. I mean, we're sitting in a pink room right now. You're yeah. sitting on a massive pink chair made of Legos, right. which is epic. But how do you come up with the names for each exhibit, oh, each sculpture? I mean, you say epic names, but they're not. They're very, you're, simple. you're being a little sarcastic, I think, because <laughs> the names are very simple. Yeah. Like yeah. yellow yes. or, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of something else. There's the, the names are supposed to be simple because okay. I want the viewer to have a role. Okay. And that role is mostly an interpretation. Yeah. So if I say, if I give it a very descriptive title, yes. this is a yellow person uh, exposing chest. their soul yes. kind of thing. Yes. Then that's all the viewer is going to take away from yeah. it. They're they're gonna they're not gonna actually try and figure it out for themselves. They're yeah. just be like, oh, that's what the artist meant. Yes. And so that's what I'm supposed to take away yeah. and move on. But by giving it that simple title. It lets the viewer kind of contemplate more what I was thinking and kind of take it in a little bit more. And I like that. I like giving the viewer that role. When did Legos become the thing that you you were talking about as a childhood, but when did it seriously become Legos? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it was all sorts of things growing up. And then... um, then there was college, yeah. um, and you know I still had Lego bricks under my bed, okay. of course, in my yep. dorm room. Yep. But I never brought them out; they were more of a security <laughs> blanket. And then it was um, after college. Yeah. You know what does one do in in life? Yeah. And there were some societal pressures, maybe some parental pressures, to become a professional, okay. get get a real job. Yeah. And so, uh, as any young budding artist does, I went to law school Okay. and, you know, kicked it there for a few years, became a lawyer. And it was when I would come home after long days at the law firm, I needed a creative outlet, you know, something that took my mind off of work and I would paint, I would draw. And it was just one day I thought, what about this toy from my childhood and used it as a medium, started exploring it and left it all behind to become a (laughs) full-time artist. And it's it's grown into something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Massive. I mean, so it was one exhibition that's yeah, I think it was 2007. I had my first solo exhibition. Okay. And it was probably two dozen works of art. Okay. And now, as I said, we're up to five exhibitions touring. Each has about a hundred works of art. It's incredible. So it is definitely it has definitely grown, and it's let me explore a lot of different avenues, which yeah. has been amazing. What I love about as you walk through this you get a taste of different emotions and you go for, you know, we're, I'm staring at a giant T-Rex right now that looks like it came right out of a science museum. But at the same time, then you walk in and you hit metamorphosis and you hit the, uh, you hit just the singular pieces that you see in these beautiful photographs. How do you kind of curate what you walk through and well, this particular exhibition, uh, really kind of takes a look at my entire career and you see pieces from when I was just starting out very simplistic, like, uh, there's renditions of oversized crayons, Okay, you know, 
when I was just getting started as an artist using Lego as a medium, yeah. it was about looking around at objects and could I replicate them out of Lego, usually larger than life. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's really how I honed my skills. And then it was focusing on the human form and putting yeah. emotion into it and really exploring that. So what you see is a, a breadth of different types of work okay. in this ex exhibition that I think works well because there's something for everyone, right? The whole Absolutely. family is going to find something, you know, maybe yes. they're not a fan of this, but they'll be a fan of that kind of yes. thing. There's so much to look at and explore. Yeah. Of course, there's whimsical pieces like yeah. the T-Rex, you know, that appeals to a certain younger yes. demographic probably. Yeah. But then there's also some works on art history where I've tried to replicate yes. some famous works of art from art yeah. history. And that's a, that's a different approach. So yeah. there's a lot to look at. I have to say one of my favorites as I was walking through because it was a teaching lesson for me was the works of art and yeah. just seeing those in Lego pieces. But at the same time, back to when the girls I was nannying, they were learning what those art pieces were at the right. same time. So it was kind of a mix of both of teaching, but it was at the same time, I was in awe of it. And I Thank truly, you. I loved that. Um, yeah, it's an interesting uh, approach because it's this medium children are familiar with, yes, right? Yeah. And so they see something like the Venus de Milo or the Mona Lisa. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough to have a conversation about the yeah. Mona Lisa with a five-year-old. Absolutely. But if it's made out of this toy they have at home, yes. maybe that at least opens the door to the conversation, yep. right? And yep. that's how you, you talk about the art world a little yes. bit. And what was cool, they're Lego builders, the girls were Lego builders as well. So when we got to the end of the exhibit, they ran straight into uh, the interactivity right. that you have at the end of coloring, but also yeah. the giant tubs of Legos. Yeah. yeah, I found that, you know, over time, well, I've yeah. learned that people really connect with this toy because it is an interactive toy. Yes. They really want to play with yeah. it. And it's it's fun to have that that opportunity at the end of the exhibition where people can put their hands in there yeah. and grab some bricks and do yes. their own building yeah. for yeah. sure. Now, you don't just do things in just exhibits. You've done live pieces in sure. New York City, yeah. Hugman, which oh, yeah, I yeah. loved all the little ones that yeah. you had as well. Um, what goes into something so public in like in New York City yeah. like that? So Hugman. For those of you who aren't familiar, it's um, it's my form of street art, right? I love it, yeah. You know, living in New York, seeing all the graffiti at times yes. and thinking like, what could I do? What kind of street art? Yeah. You know, Lego is an interesting media medium because you can't usually paint with it, but yes. could I come up with something? So it was this little figure. Uh, it's about 15 inches tall. Okay. And I built it with these arms that I could wrap around things yeah. like a park bench leg or a fence post or a yeah. sign post. And so I would build these little guys, put them around the city and just leave them and see what yeah, happens. Yeah. And, and it was interesting how people would interact with them. Some people yeah. would stop and take photos. Yes. Some people would just kind of laugh. Uh, and that's kind of the idea is just to put a smile on people's face. Yeah. And of course it's New York. So after a few hours, they were gone. <laughs> that's what, and that was my, my point to all that. I'm like, those aren't those probably aren't going to last very long in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's funny some some would last for days and yeah. some would be gone within hours and and what I did was I learned, you know, that that this was a popular idea so I would just yeah. do it in other cities whenever I was visiting yeah. somewhere I'd, I'd leave a few out and yeah. it became a thing I was doing for a while. Yeah. Well, even when you walk in here you have 
yellow man sitting on the yeah. park bench which that is also one of the other ones that you've yeah. done as well but i love it because as soon as you walk in everybody kind of wants to sit down and take a picture and yeah. that's how yeah, you it's start. a great photo opportunity because yeah. it's this park bench and you can sit next to this this lego yes. built figure yeah. he's just hanging out on the park bench as well and um i i find he he's great to talk to yeah you know yeah he will never spill your secrets <laughs> you can tell him anything um but it does give the the viewer or you know that opportunity to kind yes. of sit and hang out with yes. the art and what i love too is the the interactivity you walk into this one room and it's good you have the i think it's a hundred hands that are coming right. up that's yeah the division piece yes and I walked in, I'm like, how many Legos? Because I couldn't find the answer yeah, yeah. like you can anywhere else here. But I'm sitting there and I'm you're kind of once again taken back just looking at this and the artistry behind it. Thank you. Yeah. And it's incredible to look at. And I can't Thanks. imagine how long that took to put together. Yeah, that was a process. So it's these there's over a hundred red hands reaching up yeah. out of this pit of red bricks. Yes. And then uh there's these figures flying overhead. Yeah. And the figures are all in the color of the sky. Yep. So you see the blues and the grays, grays you know, and whites. whites like clouds. Yes. And, you know, the whole piece is about hope. That's yes. about all I'll say about it. Okay. But um, people take a lot from that one. And it, yeah. it was a process. It was a long process to get all yeah. that done. But, you know, I got patience. <laughs> An extreme amount of patience. Like there is, you have more patience than I do for you have to, you have yeah. to have patience for this job. That's something, you know, kids often come up to me and say, how can I be you? Yes. Or how can I get yeah. your job? And I, I talk about, you know, studying art or, but you know, there's important to study math and science as well. Engineering yeah. is important, yeah. but patience is also a big part of this. Yeah. And yeah. I've been told I go into a bit of a trance when I'm really working on something. I was just about just, to ask you that, like, what is, what is getting into one of these, like, I, I, when I edit videos, I'm like, I go into this flow state. Yeah, what is yeah. it for you? Yeah, I think it, it is like a flow. Like, you know, I put on some music usually yeah. and, or a great podcast. Okay. okay. And, yes. uh, and I just kind of hang out and just kind of yeah. focus on the work yeah. and time just goes by. I, I suppose it's therapeutic yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, I have a dog that just sleeps at my feet, okay. so I'm not alone. And, yes. uh, and that's how it is. And yeah. I've been known to do, you know, a couple hours at a time yeah. or like 14 hour stints at wow, a time where okay. I'm just focused and yeah. it just depends on the project. Does the dog look up at you at that 14 hour stint and be yeah, like, the, dude, the, you the, gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, the dog is rarely there for the full 14 hours. No, the dog lets me know. It's yeah, time to it's, go pee, buddy. It's time or, to open the doors, yeah, get some let's, food. Let's, <laughs> let's play some ball or something. Uh, but no, it, it is it is a slow process because, as I said, uh, you know, I'm gluing everything together. Yeah. And that takes time. Yeah. And when the mistakes happen, I have to hammer and chisel mm. the sculptures apart. Yeah. If I if I work on something and I take a step back and look at it and I say, that's not right, I got to chisel that apart. Right. So it can be heartbreaking because yeah. hours worth of work, sometimes days yeah. worth of work goes away. Yes. And that is part of this job that you go into realizing you just have to do yes. no that's going to yeah. be part of it that's yeah. the risk is that hey it's going to take time these yeah. are not going to be banged out overnight yeah. you're going to have to really put something yes. into it and it might not work out one of and it's it's timely to one of the ones that you've done is central park yeah and coming yeah. from a friend i grew up watching friends sure. which so seeing the couch yeah i was like 
this is incredible. I like, I loved seeing the pieces of the coffee shop put together. Right. Did you, were you a friend's person? Like it, yeah, yeah. how was I mean, that? that was, I mean, that was, I, I, that was going on. I mean, I, I remember in law school, us oh, yeah. all getting together on yeah. Thursday night to watch friends. Yes, it was a big yeah. deal. Um, yeah. So I was a friend's person growing okay. up and then I had this opportunity. Warner brothers reached out uh, for the 25th anniversary of okay. the show to say, would you be interested? Yeah. And is it possible <laughs> to build all of Central Perk yeah. out of Lego? And we're not saying a little set. No. Life size. Yeah. Life size. I mean, it was the couch. It was a full couch that yeah. people could sit on. Yeah. A full chair that yes. people could sit on. The whole coffee yeah. bar that people could, you know, yeah. sit on the on the stools and, yes. and order a coffee. So it was quite the process. I worked okay. with another artist, Brandon okay. Griffith, who I work with a lot. Uh, and the two of us just spent an entire summer. I think we spent four months wow. it was about a million bricks. It, wow. it received a, a world record from Guinness. I mean, it was crazy. That's it awesome. was crazy. That's incredible. And, uh, and Marcel even came out. Now, do you remember Marcel? Yes, monkey. The monkey from monkey. season one yes. came out and sat on one of the chairs I and Gunther, the actor yeah. the Gunther was there. So it was, a, it was a lot of fun. That was incredible. It's incredible. I, I much like you, I grew up like my mom every every yeah. week it was friends and so we grew up and my sister and i were just talking about it the other night we're like we could still probably recount yeah every word and every scene from that yeah. show because it is something that in some sort of life phase all of us grew up watching sure um yeah. and it's it's iconic it, it you see the central oh, yeah. Park couch and you're like friends that's yeah. that's it right there exactly yeah so when we were working on it we went to the the archives at okay. Warner Brothers to see the wow. actual pieces they still had, like the couch, yes, and really measure out. So we we wanted all those dimensions accurate, That's incredible, and you know try to match the fabric colors and everything yeah. from everything because there's actually two couches. There's a red couch in yes. the back of Central Park, and yes. there's these other chairs. You know all that stuff in the background yeah. that was always there, but you probably you Just know never, never really noticed or focused on. Yeah recreating all that as well. So it, it was fun to go through the archives at Warner Brothers cool. and see everything. Very yeah. cool. I want to just hit on in the pieces real quick. Um, yeah. And why, like when you walk in, you're focusing singularly on just one part of this massive photograph. And what I love is that you can sit down in there and hear the story of how those photographs happened, Yeah. which is a very cool pro and I hate saying the word cool so many times, but a very cool process um to see how those were made in a very like there's some western aspects to them yeah so it was this project that came about almost 10 years ago when okay. uh i worked with dean west who's an internationally well-known photographer and um he and i collaborated on this idea of integrating my sculptures into his hyper-realistic photography and Dean does amazing photos. Yes. And we thought, what? Well, how could we use the Lego in this? So we realized that we could recreate typical objects yeah. and integrate them into the photo. So you see a man stepping outside in the rain and he's holding an umbrella, yeah. but that umbrella is made out of Lego. Yeah. But the rain was real, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And so it was a fun process to put that whole project together. So yeah. when you see it in the exhibition, you're going to see these huge photographs yeah. that we we put together but also you're going to see the lego objects that yeah. were used 
I think what's cool too is when you're walking through, you're matching, you're trying to match I, the photographs and the oh, pieces yeah. together because like the railroad tracks are across from right, the photo. So right. you're trying to match everything, uh, which I think is, is cool as well because it's that interactivity once yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and I like the red dress sitting in there too. Like yeah. I, it's, my, it's my favorite in there, but I also love the dog. Um, <laughs> sure. But just, it's a very, I, I loved those photographs and looking Thanks. and finding the exact pieces in each one. Yeah, I think there is kind of a, almost a where's Waldo aspect yes, to it, you know, yes. um, because you see the object and you're like, well, where is that in the photo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and there's some that are, are hard to find. If you've spent some time in that yes, room looking yeah. at the works, you know, there's some that are kind of hidden in the, yes. in the photographs. Yeah. Um, but that was a great project. And uh, I make two cameos in it, actually. Yes. Uh, I saw those. <laughs> one, my elbow is sticking out of a car. Yeah. And the other one, I'm a full on cowboy. Love it. Because our talent that day had to cancel. Oh. And we were set for the shoot. And Dean <laughs> looked at me. He's like, well, he was about your size. So um, step on in. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do a little cameo, Hitchcock. And uh, so I stepped in. And, and so, yeah. yeah, you can find me if you look close. What I'm going to, you can say no, but is there a favorite of your children that you have, <laughs> that well, you have created or the process was the most fun to create? You call them children. And as yes. you know, how do you pick a favorite child? I know. Come how on. do you do that? I mean, it, it is hard to pick a favorite. Um, I, when I think about the favorite thing, it's what I'm working on next, right? Yes. What I'm focused on, because that's yeah. where all my energy is going. So yeah. that's really the favorite. I think the most well-known piece, as you mentioned earlier, is yellow. Okay. Uh, more people contact me about that piece than any other work. Yes. It really has become iconic uh, world over. So that that's an important piece. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, no favorites, no favorites, but there it's every single one you can tell has your passion and your soul in it. So, and I, I Thank truly you. love, well, that's uh, the idea yeah. is finding yeah. your passion and pursuing yeah. it. Right. Yes. I mean, that's why I left the law firm to, yeah. to pursue the passion. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's the important thing too. I tell people all the time, it may not hit you right away, but right. you will find the thing that you love to do. Oh um, yeah. And it's important to go do it. <laughs> I, I try to explain that to people all the time yeah. and then people approach me um, yeah. all the time and they're like, Hey, I have this nine to five job. Yes. I don't love it. I want to do that. Like I had a dental hygienist approach me okay. once and she said, I, I, I don't want to do this. I want to yeah. be a violinist, oh. you know? And I'm like, you got to find that way to yeah. make it happen. And it doesn't happen overnight. No. Uh, you know, it took me years to actually figure out that this was a viable way to do it. Yes. Like, yeah. so you got to make a plan and do it. it I, I tell people, I, I get it. You hate your nine to five. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you want to be a rock star. Awesome. <laughs> but be sure to take a guitar lesson or two before oh, yeah. you quit that nine yeah. to five job. You have to be Absolutely. ready for that transition. Yes. It just doesn't yeah. happen overnight. No, I, I say all the time, like I have a full-time job outside of what you and I are sitting down and doing right now, right. this for, but it's the money that pays the bills while I'm able to start exactly getting this off the ground. It doesn't happen overnight, but right. it is something that do I want to stay in my full-time job? No, because I right. want to be able to go do this, but it's, sure. it just, it takes time. Like you it, said. Yeah. Make a plan yeah. and follow it. Yeah. Don't expect it to be overnight success. No. no. Um, my last question for you is sure. just what inspires you? Oh, wow. That's an easy question. Okay. Sarcasm. 
Inspiration. I mean, where does it come from? It yeah. is. It, there's no real easy answer for that because yes. it comes from so many places. So Maybe many. it's an experience. Maybe it's yeah. something you've seen or done. For me, uh, I'm in a very fortunate spot because yeah. I travel a lot yeah. and I get to meet different people, yeah. see different locations, experience different cultures. I can use that. I can draw on that. Yeah. Uh, I carry a sketch pad. I jot yes. down ideas as I go. And that's the first step to inspiration, I yeah. think. So that yeah. that's a big part of it. But sometimes it's just something that happens to me. Sometimes I just, it's a spark that yeah. happens. So yeah. it comes from all different places. I love it. But you know, as, as long as I'm happy doing it, I'm just going to keep Absolutely. doing it and we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. And when I, I, real quick, when I walked in, it was, um, it was new exhibit right there. Oh, yeah. the, the 12 days of Christmas. Well, we're approaching the holidays. Yeah. And so, uh, I banged out quarter of a million bricks <laughs> to just, depict just a few things, just a few things. <laughs> To depict the 12 days of Christmas show. in sculptural form. I wish I could show everybody just <laughs> what that looks like. Well, I mean, you can visualize. Yeah. There's a partridge in a pear tree, yeah. two turtle doves, Some three swans. French hands, and it goes on from there. I think Melinda said she was trying not to sing it as she, as uh, yeah. she was looking at yeah. it. Well, that's, yeah. that's the hope, is yeah. we you know, inspire a little holiday cheer yeah. as we approach the holiday months. What are you excited about for this next chapter, the next place you're going to? What are is there something you're cooking up right now? Well, I'm always working on new new projects. Okay. I'm always got new ideas. I mean, one of the best parts of my job is yeah. that I get email every morning from someone okay. somewhere on the globe with some crazy idea. Hey, yes. could you make this? Hey, could you make that? Yeah. Uh, so I kind of get to go through those and see cool. what's out there. Yeah. But I'm also working on my own personal ideas and stuff. So um, there's there's more and more coming. You know, the best thing I can say is if you want to see what I'm working on, I, I sometimes post previews on my Instagram yes. account. Yeah. Other than that, just got to wait and see. Yes, yes. And we will have the Brick Artist himself linked down below all of his social media. But Nathan, I can't thank you for, thank you enough for taking the time and talking with me today oh, and sitting you. in your very large pink chair. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well. Where else? Where else am I going to where sit? Where else? Right? I mean, come on, epic it's Lego. Spot, epic spot. She said as soon as I walked in, she was like, "Can we do this in the pink room?" And I immediately knew, and I was like, "Yes, we <laughs> yeah. can." I don't want to do it anywhere else, but right in here. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, Love it. but thank you, Nathan, so much. I Thanks really appreciate me. it. And uh, as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.